0: Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. I'm Lynn, compulsive eater. Hi, grateful to be here. It's so it's actually really sweet seeing everybody's little squares um i'm just gonna i mean just caveat i'm i might be moving around because i just got a cortisone shot in my hip and i have a labrum tear so a little uncomfortable but i was thinking as i kind of got down on my knees that it's kind of um i don't know if it's ironic but this is a position that my uh, sponsor in another program had me do when I was on my third step, um, get down and in prayer position. And I really resisted it. And I really feel like, you know, what I wanted to focus on today were the first three steps. Um, so I feel like this is actually probably a good position for me to share from. Um, so I guess I just want to say to you, like, this is just my story. Um, you know, hopefully something in it, um, means something to someone in here and if you don't hear and this is for listeners out there too if you don't hear something you resonate with I just speak for myself and not for OA Um, and you know and there are many people and many different stories in these rooms so Um, okay so I'm nervous I haven't spoken in a while and I generally get nervous when I share Um, I think there was a short period where I dim it, and I'm having some nostalgia for that period. But I'm also, um, yeah, just this is the way it is. Like I'm just all nervous. So I guess I'll just start by sharing a little bit of my story, um, what it was like, where it is, and all of that. Um, a lot of you know it, but you know, basically, I grew up in a household, you know in a lot of ways, very functional in terms of the outside, you know, my parents both worked and had jobs in a community where they were well-respected and, um, you know, and in a certain way, I, I mean, I think I'll share this just because I feel like it's pretty pertinent to my story, but they were both therapists in, in our community and it's a, it was a small town. So my dad was actually a pastoral counselor. So it had a, a kind of, um, I don't know, that it's just and it was in the south so yeah it was just an interesting um, kind of dynamic to be inside something and then for it to seem very different from the outside and um, and I feel like that's kind of a lot of my story um, whether it's with food or different things um, that often how you know how I've presented or How my family has presented is maybe a little different than what's actually happening. Um, And so my dad was an alcoholic, so I grew up around that, but didn't, I guess I'll just say, like, I didn't think he was an alcoholic until I was in my 20s. Like, it didn't really hit me. I just thought it was normal for, you know, my dad to, like, down a bunch of drinks at the end of a workday. And, you know, and it just kind of progressed. So I say that because I just, you know, I do think that that's a part of this um, and how my eating stuff kind of showed up and my relationship with food and body. Um, But the reality is I think that that was all kind of there. Um, You know, there was a lot of stuff in my family around like body shame and a lot of fat phobia, um, especially from my dad who later in life was actually um, on and off larger which was interesting, like just that kind of shame that pervaded him and he kind of pushed it out. And then, um, and then my mom too, just kind of like a lot of self-hate. I remember her talking about her body a lot, you know, talking about food a lot. And, um, you know, once I started kind of working on myself and this, I guess I'll say this was a little bit before program, I really started to like, be like, you know, just I don't wanna hear about it, Um, but it was very, how do I say it? Like there was so much conflict for me around it. Um, And it was really hard for me to just be around my family for a really long time, Um, whether it was, you know, hearing about my mom being on a diet or blah, blah, blah. Um, And the way that impacted me is like, when I was, I guess when I was in third grade, I went on my first diet and, with my sister it was crazy like an egg apple diet and I felt really proud that for three days I could only eat like an egg and two apples or two eggs and an apple and in it and I think the thing I'll say about that is my my parents kind of knew but like didn't really thank you Jonathan didn't really I don't know that's kind of the way it was it's like they would see things and it was like oh it's not that big of a deal and um And so I'd say that was kind of the beginning of where the food stuff started, but even earlier than that, I think even in kindergarten, um, I just felt, I remember just going into kindergarten and um, I'm a twin. So it was the first time my brother and I were separated and just feeling ugly, like from a really young age. Um, And my mom, I cut my hair and it was really short. So, you know, people thought I was a boy and, and I didn't identify as a boy. Like I, really felt like a girl. And it just, it just felt really, um, bad. And, you know, so that was just, I'll just, that's kind of a template of my early life. You know, my sister had bipolar, my brother ended up getting into drugs and alcohol. And, you know, what I'll say is like, we're all doing pretty well now. And I do think, um, you know, I won't talk for them, but for me, you know, I did, um, I did start my work doing therapy and then I got into, and I'll just say this briefly because I don't want to bring in too much outside stuff. And then I got into Al-Anon and I will say, you know, I know it's a different program, but it kind of was the base of how I started. And then, um, and then at some point I'm trying to remember. Oh <laughs> yeah. At some point, And that was when I had my kiddo um, at two and a half. I just felt out of control. Like I, I was also diagnosed with um, rheumatoid arthritis in my 20s. And I will say like the 20s pro- felt pretty free for me with food. But then I ended up with a lot of um, issues like joint issues, fatigue, all kinds of things. So I started going on these health diets and, um, you know, I will say in a way it it may have helped to a certain extent, like with the joint stuff. But what I will say is for me in my particular illness um like I have had experiences with restriction purging and and I don't know in terms of binge eating how oh you know just feeling very compulsive where I just um couldn't stop like I've kind of had those three so for me I at this point I'm not sure those diets were actually helpful for the overall like I think um It kind of threw me, I think it in some ways kept some of that stuff going on for me, but at two and a half, my son being two and a half, I was pretty inflamed with my joint stuff. So I went on this autoimmune protocol and I was like, there's no way I'm going to stay on this. I just, I never have, I can't handle it. And so somehow, I don't know, I can't even remember exactly how I heard about OA, but I got into the rooms. I, um. I think it's okay to share that one of the people in this room was the first person to greet me but I think it's okay it's Rosha. so um <laughs> and it was um and someone who's not in this room who I do think about a lot um and I may not mention his name because he's not here but I think about him a lot and um I just felt really welcomed and really at home even even though a part of me was like I don't know if this is the right program for me like I don't I, you know i didn't totally identify as just an overeater, um but talking to roja she was like yes you you know you belong here if you want to be here and this is your story you belong here and and i felt uh-oh <laughs> it's the lid tears started. i just need a moment <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Rocha. <Marcia. laughs> so, yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten through a share without crying. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, I came in and I guess what I'll say is I just got, you know, my program where it is now is not where it was when I came in. And, you know, I, I found a sponsor pretty early. Um, I know I was still on this kind of autoimmune protocol but it was feeling I was losing weight and for me that's just not a good thing um and I I also just felt like it was pretty crazy for a couple years like I was just like I couldn't go it was really limiting my life in ways that actually didn't feel healthy for me like I couldn't go over to a friend's house unless I you know everything was like set in a particular way and with my particular disease, there was so much control around food. I just, it, it just wasn't working for me in my program. So I did start the thing. The first thing that felt so powerful for me around my food in OA is that my sponsor had me text her like a food. If I was going to try a new food, she would have me text it to her. And just 10 that, minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Just that action of reaching out and engaging with someone else in program. Um, someone who I trusted, um, not, not trusted, like they knew what my food was meant to be like, but trusted um, their program and trusted that they could just hold that with me um, was really powerful. And I w- for the first time I was able to kind of move out of this super restrictive realm without going like okay, I'm just like, I've got the fuckets. Sorry. I hope that's okay. Um, and I'm going to just like eat whatever I want for as long as I want. Like that was the first time that I was able to really just kind of say, how does this affect me? How do I feel like, how, um, how is this, you know, what is this doing inside me? And, and I was able to really start adding things in, in a way that felt really, um, nourishing, um, so I'm, I'm like, I'm super grateful for that in program. And, you know, that's one of the tools. Um, and yeah, and I really used it with my first sponsor. So I feel like I'm all over the place, but that's okay. So I guess I'll just say I went through, you know, it took me a while to get through the steps. I went through, I, I, I had several different sponsors. Um, and I'll say, like, I kind of, I honestly feel like 11 and 12 or a little bit loose in terms of how I work them in this program. But I will say at this point, I just, I kind of feel like I'm back at step one, two, and three a little bit. Um, And that is partially because I've gotten so much recovery in this program. And when I say recovery, it's not just about the food. um, Because I I will talk about this in a minute. I am, there's some stuff around food that I'm actually struggling with right now. And there was a part of me that didn't think I should show up for the, to share. And then, you know, I sat with it and I'm like, you know what, that is what this program does for me. It allows me to show up and it allows me to show up when I'm not perfect. And when, when I might actually be um, struggling and that, that is actually what program is about is that we get to be together in our struggles and. And in that way, the shame is just, it's not like in here and it's not getting thrown out there. It's just like, this is just what's going on. So so anyways, I talked to my sponsor and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. And um, what I'll say is that, you know, with a lot of growth in program, and I feel like what program has really given me is a capacity to kind of show up, um, a capacity to you know, and, and again, not perfectly, like I go offline sometimes, um, and a capacity to, um, speak up when I need to, um, to sometimes I'm not always as good about this anymore, but to hold back when I need to. Um, and then, you know, it's also given me the capacity to be with my imperfection, um, you know, I I still have some work to go there, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's given me the capacity to show up in that way. So I'm just super grateful for all of you and for program. And so when I say I'm back at step one, I just feel like I have, um, you know, I'm really not sure what I need in terms of my food right now, but I will say that in the last few months, I have kind of drifted from my program a bit. And part of that is because, um, I think part of that is because it just, because, you know, because that can happen if one isn't actively working one's program. So, um, I think the other piece, the pandemic, and then I think the other piece is I've had some things with my food where it's actually been harder for me to, to eat. And I think it, in some ways that's felt harder to show up, um, because it does feel like that's a place that's not, um maybe as present sometimes in the program. But what I've what I've learned through that is like I kind of started letting go. Like I, I got my, my meal plan got kind of loose and I'm like, I don't know if this like tight structure is really good for me and my particular eating disorder. And again, what program has done for me is I actually don't feel as good when I'm not working my program. Like I feel less grounded. I don't feel as connected to my higher power. And so, in the last couple of weeks, I've just really been like, okay, I need to make some fellowship calls, and not everybody has to have the same meal plan as me, and no, people don't have to have the same opinions as me, and that's that is actually good, you know. It's good that I don't have to have the exact same belief system, and that we can support and um, be here for each other. Like that's actually. One of the most healing aspects for me in OA. And so I actually do feel like showing up, I actually do feel more grounded because I've been doing those things. I've been doing my 10th step more regularly. And I guess I'll just share some of those things that really do ground me. And it's like writing my sponsor every night or morning, whichever I decide to do, and going through my list, like doing my gratitude list every day. And then, you know, and then I do a thing. And I got this from someone in this room who's not. I don't think she's in this room, but someone who is a fellow in this room for a really long time, way before me. Um, I'm only like a six year, six year, I think. Um, But then I would put, I would do like glitches for like things that I didn't feel good. Like really letting me look at myself for the day. Like what didn't feel good in my interactions or what I did or didn't do. Like often for me, it's um, one of my character defects is avoidance. (laughs) So it's often like, shit, I didn't do my notes or um, (laughs) I I didn't make that call today. And if I write those things down, I'm much more likely to pick up the phone the next day to do my notes on time. Um, And then the next one I do, it's called goodies. And um, it's kind of like, what did I feel good about? Because it's really important for me to make sure it's not all about like the things I didn't do, but what, how did I use my program? How did I? How did I use my spirituality in a positive way today? And then at the end is just like goals, and often for me, um, I can kind of look at like that list and be like, what What do I need? Like, what do I really need to work on? And it's not usually like I want to write a novel. It's like I, you know, I want conscious contact with my higher power before and after my clients, or before I have that conversation um, with my husband. And when I do those things, I am just such a better person in this world. Um, and again, I don't do them perfectly. But I i have one thing I'll say is like, yeah, I've been in this program, I guess, for, oh, my gosh, I don't know. How old's my son? Nine, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, six, six and a half. Oh my God, my math. Anyways, I've been in it for a while, not, not super long, but it's really given me the space of how to come back to myself and how to come back to the people in my life and how to show up for my life um, because I don't always. And when I'm not working my program, um, I can get lost really quickly. Even minutes. With supports. Thank you. And so I guess I just want to maybe what I'll do is I'll just like end with um, my gratitudes for for today. Like I'm really grateful for all of you. I'm really grateful for this program. I'm really grateful for the rain um, that's coming. I'm really grateful for um, even this this cortisone injection that um, went pretty well. The doctor at first didn't know I was the right patient, but it went well, it was all good. And (laughs) so I'm grateful for that. I'm in a little bit less pain. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful um, for this earth and yeah, just love you all and thank you so much. That's really all I have. Um, And I don't even know, I didn't really go through the steps, but that's okay. Um, Thank you, I'll talk to you soon.